0: Hey, this is Drew. And we had so much fun at our live show in Brooklyn that we want to do more live shows in more places. So do us a favor. Go to Defector.com livedistraction live distraction to let us know where you live. It'll take 10 seconds and it'll help us bring more live distraction episodes to your city. That's Defector.com livedistraction live distraction or click the link in the episode description. Defector.com, live distraction, all one word. We'll see you there. We're back! We're back! It's distraction. I'm Drew. That's Roth. How you doing, Roth?
1: I'm, I'm doing all right, man. How are you?
0: And how you doing, Brooklyn? Wow. Bullshit! I can't hear you. Sound off
1: like a guy to Paris. How the fuck you doing, Brooklyn? You know, hey. Uh, you don't have to let him talk to you like that. <laughs> You're in a live podcast and you deserve respect. We, ha- we have an incredible show for you tonight yes.
0: who's and, our uh, a hope musical all of you, guest I hope all of you told everybody that you were going to spend an evening at the theater yeah. the, like, imagine if you like, say well what you, I'm going out tonight what are you going to do I'm going to a podcast I'm going oh, to like, see a
1: production of David Mamet's Weird Nerds
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can go, you can go to a podcast <laughs> now why would you go you can just listen to it in your fucking car I'm going to take you a quick, uh, before we bring out our guest, our mystery guest. No one knows who the guest is. We didn't tweet it, anything like that. Uh, I have a quick inside story for you. Uh, I got a letter from a reader, an email from a reader. Uh, I didn't write their name. He opened it. Down. They're probably not here. He said they
1: were suckers.
0: So uh, the reader writes in, he says, Drew, I've been reading your stuff since we were both commenters on Leech Spin back when Will was manually approving people via email requests. I think I still have the message he sent me in my mailbox somewhere. Today, I listened to the distraction and heard your voice for the first time. And I gotta say, I was entirely unprepared for you to sound so much like Mr. Peanut Butter. (laughs) I kept waiting for a dog pun that never arrived. So I did not know who Mr. Peanut Butter was. (laughs) So what I did was I went into Defector's Slack. Do you guys know what Slack is? Like, like the chat room app where people at work say weird shit to each other, right? Uh, I drop this email in. and I say, I don't know who Mr. Peanut Butter is. Now I could I could have looked it up, but I, sometimes I want to hear it from a person instead of Google. Like, and Luis Paez Pumar, the evil Luis Paez Pumar, you can
1: hiss uh, him says,
0: he says, oh, he says it's a character from BoJack Horseman, and I'm like, oh okay, all right, all right. And I, so I, I go, I, I queue up a YouTube clip of Mr. Peanut Butter on YouTube, and I'm listening to it. And listen, people tell me, you sound like this guy, or you look like this guy. Like, you know, they say you look like Joe Burrow, or they say you look like Joe Burrow's father. <laughs> and, like, I get, I get that a lot. Or they'll, but then they'll, like, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then, but then they'll, like, they'll send me 500 other Guy, I was like, you look just like this guy. And
1: I'm like, well, I, I guess we all look alike to you, huh? I mean, also, like, this is fucking a thing racist. that happens when you, like, are kind of a normal looking guy. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like you, anytime I, someone sees a dork who's over 30, they're like, is there a doppelganger at the fucking deli? Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, that's a tall white guy with no chin. He looks just like fucking <laughs> right. Drew. <Yeah>. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I'm, I, I watched the YouTube clip and I know my voice. Like, Like it's to the point now where like I've I've done the podcast so much that I can my the voice I hear recording is not that different from the one I hear in my head. When you first hear your voice recorded when you're a kid, it fucks you up. You're like, I don't sound like that. What the fuck's going on? But like, so I'm listening to the YouTube guy, Mr. Peanut Butter, and I'm like, I don't think this guy really sounds like me. And Luis is like, Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say you sound like Paul F. Tompkins, the comedian. I'm like, Oh. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that a lot. Like, I, I sort of understand that. I get, I, I see that. And then Luis was like, he's like, well, actually, Drew, Paul F. Tompkins plays <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter. And I'm like, Luis, you pile of
1: shit. You fucked me up. You fuck- Can I take, I'll take you all inside the game here. So I was there for all this and yes. I didn't know that the story was good. I, I heard it, I was like, I know, man, everybody like, is going to figure this out. I thought it was going to end with you being like, so go on, IMDB. I didn't realize that there was an element of this that involved you finding out the obvious no, no, no. casting my, my web research, of the character. My
0: web research only goes so far. Like, if you've read my journalism, you know, I don't work that hard. So, <laughs> so I said to Louise, I'm like, I'm like how, how dare you fuck with a fucking brain damage patient like this? And he does like, still like to play that card every now yeah. and then. <laughs> He's like, Drew, I haven't even, like, had my coffee yet. I was just telling you. I didn't really know. I was like, no! No, it's cruelty, I tell you. Yeah. So I, I
1: think I might have some problems. No, story. not at all. You comp- got compared to a beloved comic instead of, like, the weird guy at the Delicatessen dozens of times a week. <laughs> just kidding. Nobody actually messes Should we me
0: that uh, much. Should we bring out tonight's no, guest? No.
1: I have a story about something that happened in Slack, too.
0: I... Sh- <laughs> I should also note that uh, today, and I am not, this is too long and annoying of a story, but I, <laughs> I jumped a subway turnstile today. <laughs> tell, That's exactly what which... I did, to fight the power.
1: I was like, take that, cops. And, <laughs> Eric, also, I-, I know that this is like, that sounds like behavior you wouldn't want to encourage in your homies. It was the air train, so it doesn't count. <laughs> so, <laughs> I also, I, f- I fucked up the first jump
0: like, I, like I had, first of all, I had, I had this jersey in a bag from the MLB shop. And so I was toning it around and I, like, I couldn't get the Metro card machine to work. I didn't realize that you can just pay by phone at the turnstile now. Like I am like 30 years behind everything. So I'm like, so I see another guy jump the turnstile and this is like, this is one of the subway stations that's unmanned. It's like, you know, like the back door one. So I'm like, I'm, like, all right, if he can do it. I can do it too, and I jump and and like the turnstile goes back and I f- and I miss. I go back and I'm like, oh gee, and I make all sorts of horrible downs at.
1: Yeah, this is the. Th- I can actually say this again is actually a slack bit. I didn't know I really had a slack bit. He said I made a dad sound and then I did it again, and I was like, you got to be more specific. And he did a voice memo and put it in there. I did.
0: I did. Does that Because I'm making dad sounds, and when I make a dad sound, everybody They're like, "Oh, there's there's a dad within a mile of me." So, <laughs> and so and then people stress. were looking at me. So I was like, "Well, shit, the jig's up now." But I I didn't have a way to get through the fucking subway. So so I did it again, and then I was like, was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like trying to like, let's bring in our fucking. Dad. Okay. It's Rohan not Carney of Sports Illustrated. Get the fuck out here. We love Rohan. him.
1: We love Rohan. <laughs>
0: Here he is. Oh, wait! That's not. That's not right. They're like, oh, we're gonna have Dan Levitard. We got this pud instead. Oh yes, there he is. Oh, silky, Roll. silky smooth. That is. That is the perfect 90s R&B album cover right there. Can you tell them what the guy on
1: Twitter called you? The Levitard <laughs> called me
2: non-Levitard.
1: <laughs> Don Levitard. <laughs> Can
2: we, can we go back to the uh, race card for a second? Yeah. So not only did you not include me on the poster, well, you appropriated my skin color for it?
1: So this is... Uh, that's, a, that's a fair point. Uh, this is a version... Obviously, you guys are all familiar with the broader cinematic universe of this podcast. This is the version of me and Drew that are we live in the Sunbelt. Belt. Fairly I mean, different we did politics. Today. Yeah.
0: It was but fucking 90 That day. version
1: of me has a 6,500-square-foot home, and there's a sign in the kitchen that says, Dinner. It's just like you can get it from, like, uh, Mike Michaels or whatever.
2: You look like Bobby Jindal. I do look photo. like Bobby Jindal.
3: <laughs>
1: Drew, Drew kind of looks like like Swole J. Peterman there, too, which is also...
2: <laughs> also... I just want to say, we, I've been here for two hours. We did a whole rundown of the show. Yes, we did. Multiple times. At no point did you mention you were going to open with multiple stories.
0: Yeah, but like <laughs> you didn't. <laughs>
1: cool,
3: cool. That's why we have you're an editor. Guess. I cut them.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> they don't stay. Oh, yeah, this will be released as a podcast at some point, but you're not going to hear all the... Like, most of what I say is going to be taken out. <laughs>
0: Ron, let's, uh, let's get to the news. Uh, are you fully recovered from Damian Lillard not being a member of the Miami Heat uh, this coming season? Are you, okay? are you okay?
2: So, oh, thank you. I, I've been going through stages of, at first, I was obviously very upset. I think that it sets up the funniest possible outcome, though, which is the Bucks losing to the Heat anyway. Um, yeah, but then you lose the finals. I don't care. I don't care. I'm at don't the, you, though? No, I'm at the point in my life where I, it matters less to me that my favorite sports teams win and more that my enemies lose. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. You know so what? I'm not A true hater. Exactly. Yeah. Just I wake up r- early every morning just so I have more time to hate. <laughs> And that's where I am. That's where I am with the Bucks. I got all kinds of jokes lined up for Giannis. Get ready to le- relearn Greek, buddy. You know. Um, so I just it, the the room for them to fail now is so much higher than it was before that I'm actually excited about
0: it. Okay, let's, uh, let's see how members of the NBA reacted uh, to that deal. Uh, Eric, can you show us. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> So, I was unaware that Jimmy Butler actually did Drew, this. Drew he's asked scared. if this was a real photo. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought some it was stuff, a...
1: you know, some of it is drawn. Like, that wasn't, I, I guess everybody knows, that wasn't a real photo of me and Drew near the NASCAR <laughs> car that we drive. <laughs> like, some of this is an artist rendering and stuff. But, yeah, this is, that's a reasonable question to look at that and be I, like, I it's I the didn't... guy that's saying, that sang the, we don't have to take our clothes off you song, know but he's that in a was, heat jersey. That was in
0: my head. All right, <laughs> And that, we didn't even plan that bit, but I was definitely like, I, when I was singing like... it in my
1: head. Yeah. I had the falsetto. Drink some cherry Have wine. Have a good
0: time. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're The only two people here that are old enough to know what that song is. You know what?
0: No, I actually, I don't think that's true. I'm, I'm looking at you. I know how old you people are. All right. I can, I can see. You're I,
4: I'm on the heat and life is a nightmare. <laughs>
3: So we don't, I mean, uh, the, I think that part think of what that, Drew's
1: question presupposes is that Jimmy played with his look as a result of the Damien Lillard. I don't think that's true.
2: No, I think that he was always had a look planned for media day. I think he leaned into the emo bit. Um, he got his hair pressed, I believe is the right term for this. Uh, the lip rings, I believe, are fake. Um, but yeah, I think he was, so for those of you who don't know the bit, the NBA has to use this photo of Jimmy Butler for all promotional images this season.
1: Um, if you remember the one last year where he had like really leonine fake locks, it was the same yes. sort of thing. Where he's...
2: So I, he always, he he comes in with bits, which I think we on this stage can respect.
0: You, you should do the full costume, like Clinton Portis, like. Doctor, I don't know, and all that shit. Well, let's see how you uh, responded. Yes. Yes, Okay.
3: Speaking of bits, can Can I interest you in
0: this? Looks fair. Looks pretty good. And uh, and how did we? uh, Oh yeah, we did. Oh yeah. To be fair, uh,
1: Paul F. Tompkins looks crazy here. I think it looks pretty good. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, Roth. I got one for you. No, you didn't do one for me. You said. Oh, that gas! That
0: gas is not so gross now. I think we look nice.
2: This is a lot of visual gags for a podcast. That is for a podcast. (laughs) It's a famously
0: visual
1: medium of podcasts. Well,
0: I think that tank should be labeled "gregarious gas." (laughs) Really,
1: when I think about it. For those
0: of you on the audio, I just put emo hair on
4: everyone.
1: (laughs) That's all you need to know. That's it. That's okay. Can I ask a go back and actually ask a basketball question? Oh. Is that good? Wait, are we, are, we, we didn't actually going to stick to
0: sports for a second? Yeah, we're going
1: to do it. Damn. So we had a discussion in at work about, like, obviously I don't have a, a personal rooting interest in where Damian Lillard plays. I just want him to be happy. <laughs> but he, to me, seems like maybe the most heat culture guy that isn't the heat in the sense that he's walking that knife edge of, like, Really being like admirable, stubborn, driven, and then just like profoundly corny, and that like, does he strike you like? Who are the Heat culture guys that aren't on the Heat in your mind? We all know that the opposite is is James Harden is the least Heat culture, <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> which is kind of to his credit and kind of not. But
2: um, I think that you can't. I. The real Heat culture guys are not in the NBA. They're playing on, like, Serbia and Eric Swolster, yep. which is he was in the video room still, like, yep. watching tape of, you know. Um, I think Dame is probably up there. He used to play for the Heat, but P.J. Tucker, actually, yes. you know, they yep. loved him. But Dame is a good one because he is the kind he's so invested in his own grind. Like, his yep. anti seam stance, I think, makes him very Heat.
1: Yeah, like having basically having a sense of what your own personal narrative is and then always being a little bit mad about it. Yes. That's he culture to me.
2: You're wearing literal bootstraps. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, We have to ask you um, about the dolphins, too, since you're a Miami person. So those are the dolphins. They're all the most famous, the three most famous Miami dolphins in history. Uh, Is the dolphins being good? So long as we ignore what happened on Sunday, uh, does that make you happy or do you dread the other shoe or the other head dropping? Extremely poor taste. Sorry. I'm the one with brain damage. Okay. I get to do it.
2: Um, I don't. I've never rooted for the Dolphins with any confidence before in my life. So it's very uncomfortable when I see people tweeting like, oh, the team is very fun and the offense is very good. And I'm like, no, no, this is not real. Um, I, like, I honestly think the, the most vulnerable I've felt in my entire life is watching the Miami Dolphins and thinking that they might be good. Um, I, I'm, I'm way less scared about many other things. Like I've gone skydiving. That was I would do that oh, a million times again before allowing myself to think that the Dolphins um are a good team.
0: Because you can kind of you can kind of because you know I write root for the same kind. Of, like you can anticipate how everyone's gonna shit on you the second they shit the bed. You're like, oh God, everyone's gonna call me a fucking dupe and all that.
2: Well like I people are I so now it's also very like um media criticism pilling me, for lack of a better phrase. As someone who writes about basketball and like likes to think I'm doing a good job, now when I see team praising the Dolphins, I'm like, this is the media building someone up just so they can build, stare them down in a couple weeks. And like, I know how this game this works. This is what
0: America has come to yeah. today. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, I, it turns me into a completely unhinged I'd person. I'd love to go
1: realize, 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 <laughs> week four of the NFL yeah. season. That's what it's all about.
2: I'm like first take is putting this dolphin segment on just so they in three weeks they can be like oh three weeks ago they were the best team now they're terrible.
1: Start thinking in like Glenn Greenwald syntax. You're like it is like dis- like hardly surprising but disgusting all the same.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, we we love Glenn. We love his a listener, so, friend uh, of the
0: pod. Uh, now it's time uh, for the most. I mean, we have you on here routinely... Often. ...to talk about one thing only. And are you guys familiar with Rohan and the podcast? <laughs> okay. what, what do we like talking about most with Rohan? Patrick Patel. No, that's
2: incorrect. <laughs> Yo, fuck Patrick Patel, by the way. He tried to dance with my grandma, like my cousin's sweet <laughs> 16 party. That motherfucker with that fake that's name, up. too. Wow. Yeah. He apparently started some, like, family beef. It was a whole thing.
1: That's terrible. Yeah. Is he here? Did we, are we going to bring him out? <laughs> My God, that's Patrick Patel's music.
0: <laughs> the, answer, uh, the answer, everyone, is sandwiches. Rohan, are you ready for the most intensive round of sandwich talk that we've ever had with you? Because we are about to unveil a sandwich live before you. It's time for our sandwich of the night. Uh, Eric, can you please bring us the sandwich?
2: Um, everyone, uh, I... I don't want to spoil the bit, but it's too late. whatever we're about to do, make sure you're studying Roth uh, very intently. I insisted he on eating in front
1: of everyone. Uh, I want to do He specifically
2: asked for everyone to watch him no. do what we're about to do.
0: I suddenly, uh, I suddenly realized it might have been faulty to plan a whole segment around us
1: eating a sandwich while nope. they don't nope. get nope. to eat. Nope. De- nope. It's an audio thing. People love this. It's
0: time for the sandwich of the night. Unveil it, Eric. Unveil it. Oh, my wow, God. Look it's at these. S- Eric, what well, kind lovely. of sandwich are we... Uh, are we? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. so
4: this Because is we- we're here in Brooklyn, we are obviously talking from one of our Brooklyn sandwich places. We're talking about Anthony and Sons, which is in North Brooklyn near the BQE, because where we want to get sandwiches is near a major highway. We have the Anthony and Daughter, which is prosciutto, burrata, arugula, fig spread, and balsamic glaze, Ooh. and the Big Bang, which is kind of like an Italian sandwich, and someone shoved a chicken cutlet into it. It's absolutely incredible. I got
1: sandwiches for all. Of so us. I did have some trepidation about this segment of the podcast, <laughs> not because I don't think these sandwiches are good; they are. I've not had them, but they are by all uh, reputation extremely good. My bigger issue was that I don't, I don't like eating. There's certain things I don't like eating in front of other people. Uh, sandwiches. There's one my beloved now, RIP, and the dead. You hated City Field the dead. Stadium. A uh, City Field sandwich was a, the uh, turkey mozzarella and gravy sandwich from Mamas of Corona. <laughs> And I wouldn't... Yeah, they know. People know. But it's like not a thing that you would eat in front of someone whose opinion you valued. And, and as you know, I, all, I value all of you very
0: much. Uh, Rohan, let's consider the sandwich uh, for a moment. Are you impressed with its construction? It looks very tightly packed.
2: So I will say you can't truly judge a sandwich's construction until you take a bite. My issue with a lot of sandwiches, and I had this exact issue with the bagel today, is if you put too much stuff in the sandwich everything starts moving around yep. once you take a bite so that's
0: you get the dread squirt out the back yeah. we don't like that no. um I be quiet that came out wrong stop
2: I I recently started getting my public subs scooped which for a long time I was like that's free bread that you're giving away <laughs> Um, but it's changed the yeah. level of construction
0: considerably. You're like the people the angle joiners like, "Oh, could you scoop it out and put eggshattered in there?" I'm
3: watching my weight. Yes, go on.
1: Too, too many carbs. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, Ron and I had a good talk earlier about how they, they be putting too much cream cheese on things these days, which is really, it's a nice like flash forward to us like in our 70s, presumably still having the same conversation and being like, and it's troubling because they don't give you capers and they used to do that. I just, they, they
2: wrap the bagel in such a way that you're like, you think it's the kind of thing that, oh, I could eat this on the side of the street.
1: On the way to work, but no way. No, not if you again, not if you value the opinion of anyone, and it doesn't matter. They're strangers, but the idea of like just like hissing at them like a vampire.
0: Uh, Roth, you are an uncle. You have nieces and nephews, or just
1: I have a niece and a nephew. Yes. All right, if your niece and or nephew, I'm dedicated to building them the best experiences
3: possible.
0: <laughs> if you're, uh, if your niece or nephew pulled a niece and nephew and licked that sandwich. <laughs> To claim it so no one else would eat it? Right? If I told you that they had done that prior to this coming out, would you
1: still eat the sandwich? We can't bring them out. It's too late. They should be in bed. Uh, for this sandwich, I would be willing to bend my rules. We talked about this on the, on the podcast. I would say many times. Because like, part, it's like a trope in our thing. It's kind of like somebody writes in a question. We're like, all right, well, would you eat a sandwich if you found it floating in this? And I have to be like, whoa. Are there hot peppers on it? And like... That's my problem. Like, it's our podcast problem, too, to a certain extent. Uh, but Rohan, the one that we had last week where someone asked if they're, if, they're, a, dog, if like a dog hopped on the counter and licked a sandwich, what would you do? And that's like, I think, from a lot of the, you know, I've given some disturbing yeses to <laughs> this version of a question. And that was one where I was like, no, nah, I don't think I would do that. I would just do something else. I think it's time for a taste test. Rohan, would you please uh, taste one of the sandwiches? I'll
0: hold your mic.
1: Which is too bad. We won't get the the luscious sandwich. We all eat at the same time. Do we have to like? Do I have to like wait my turn to take a big bite? I, well, everybody? what I
0: want, I want him to eat it, and then I want his formal, Food Network ish, Top Chef ish assessment of: Does it have the right flavor profiles? Is there enough textural elements? Hit of acid? A need of a hit of acid? Could
1: you describe it as a clever sandwich? <laughs>
0: Well, right off the
2: bat, I'd say I'm actually getting a little bit too much acidity. You know, I want to taste more of the chicken cutlet. Um, but it's pretty good for a sandwich that I think has been here for a few hours. Yes. Yeah, they've been through a lot. Somewhere. They're
1: in the fridge and stuff. It's all the still things got, you would never do.
2: It's still got some texture to it. Um, it's got a little bit of heat, which I appreciate. I'd say pretty solid sandwich. What eat. You, you eat again? I think this is great because they can't taste the sandwich. Right. The people
0: listening can't
2: see Thank this. Yeah, yeah. I, I this am, am what... feeling a
0: bit. I, I am feeling a bit guilty uh, right now. But uh, we should just describe it in more detail. I think they would like. No, that. I think what we should do is we should take a break to eat the sandwiches, oh, yeah. and then everyone else can get a, a drink at the bar from Jessica or one of the bartenders. But before we do, I do have a, a public service announcement to make. Um, I want to talk to you about Defector. <laughs> For the past three years, over 40,000 subscribers up. have given money to Defector, helping to feed nearly two dozen hungry bloggers in the process. And I'd like you to meet those bloggers tonight. Uh, can the Defector staffers who are here tonight? Can they come up on the stage, please? Is anyone here? By the way, it'd be very funny if none of the Defector staffers came. Are there literally no other defectors
1: standing They're, the They're in the back. They're in the back. They're waving their arms. Get your ass. No, it's car. here. There's people up there. Oh, here they come. Yeah. Someone's coming. Yeah. It's Dan. There we go. Yes. This is really hurtful for us because they all said they were gonna come if is, they if they had time. This is the is beautiful. me. <laughs> Look at this
0: man. Your subscriptions help give this blogger not just a home, but also hope for a better tomorrow online. All for just $8 a month. That's right, for the price of just half a piece of avocado toast. You can make a difference in a young blogger's life. So give to Defector today. Otherwise, you're a selfish prick. We'll be right back. As we eat sandwiches, you guys hit the bar. Come on back in five minutes. We'll take a break. We're sponsored this week by Blueland, manufacturer of eco-friendly cleaning products. They're on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and for the planet. The idea is simple. Blueland offers endlessly refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Just fill your bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. From cleaning sprays to hand soap, toilet bowl cleaner, and laundry tablets, all Blueland products are made with clean ingredients that you can feel good about. And right now you can try Blueland's new limited edition hand soap kit with scents inspired by the national parks. Now I have used Blueland cleaners. I've used their laundry detergent and I've used their dishwasher detergent. I've liked all of them. They're very, very easy to use. And my wife is actually super sensitive to chemical ingredients and stuff. And she has liked them as well. And Blueland has a special offer for listeners. Right now you can get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash distraction. You won't want to miss this blueland.com slash distraction for 15% off one more time that's blueland.com slash distraction to get 15% off we're back oh my god with Rohan. Carney? David Roth. David Hi. Roth. How's it going?
2: Um, this is exactly what it's like when we do the podcast over Zoom where Drew is talking at a very normal volume backstage. very, ch- And then he's like, we're back! Very disconcerting every time.
1: Really? Ah! I laugh every time he does it still, which is one of these. I know it's like one of those where it's like, and we're in, as in love as we ever were. But he does stuff with his hands. So it's like, it's my work day. I've just gotten off the radio. I have a radio thing I do on Tuesday mornings, and I'm like a little stressed out. And then oh, I go on to Zoom, and this guy, what's that? little radio a little radio yeah. yeah. yeah you nice. know me. Yeah. And then I go on there, and Drew's like, we It's like one of those things you see whipping around outside a used car dealership. <laughs> it's really gratifying. Uh, you, had,
0: you, had, uh, you wanted to do a little more sandwich talk before we got into some crazy yeah, baby games. Sure. So,
2: First of all, those sandwiches were great. We did really eat good. the sandwiches. It wasn't a bit
0: yeah um, they, didn't, a, they didn't pay
2: me it would be kind that, of weird if time. we didn't eat the sandwich yeah sandwich <laughs> are very good so this is a question i told my friend ashley that i'd bring her up because she asked this question and it's a great question that i wanted to ask you to and i'm surprised i haven't asked either of you yet and this is my friend ashley fetters she once told me she was like i think everyone has a sandwich that they eat when them when they're by themselves that's like, this is your kind of secret sandwich.
4: Like a private sandwich? Yeah, like you don't want yep. other people seeing I'm you your eat this sandwich. private sandwich. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, eat I'm... me
0: for money. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious if you guys had like a, you know,
4: a sandwich you eat when no one's looking. And I, can I ask you a question about this? Yeah. Is your friend asking if we have pervert sandwiches? Yeah, I think or so. Is like, or is it like private like silly sandwiches. Like, what's the implication? I think it, the implication is
2: like this is kind of a gross combination so of items. <laughs> yeah. it's a sex thing.
3: Yeah. Okay. Sex okay. thing, isn't it?
0: I mean, I personally i i bypass the sandwich making entirely and just fist ham out of the bag. <clears throat> it's like that's the it's a sandwich equivalent of drinking whiskey straight out of the bottle. That's I don't bother with the whole pretense because I'm really there for the the nitrates.
3: So I'm this just man's going, trying to get
0: thirsty. Yeah. So I'm. But also, I do I do for lunch uh, one of my regular lunch things, and I can't make it when my wife is around because she thinks it stinks, like literally stinks, and I can't smell anything, so I don't know. But I like I like making a Beyond Burger, and I fry it in butter, and I have I have pre-fried red onions I got from H Mart, so I put those on top, and then I put a Fat slice of cheddar cheese on top that melts over the onions, and then I eat it with so much ketchup that you would be really, you wouldn't like ketchup anymore if you watched.
1: I was gonna say otherwise, I was like, so you like, you keep the sandwich to yourself because it's the best tasting thing that you <laughs> yeah, know how I, to make. I, first of all, but it then, tastes
0: yeah. really good, but also, like, I can't make it around other people because they're like. They're like, what? What smells? Or like, or they look at me. Like sometimes my wife will just look at me like I'm a museum curiosity while yeah. I'm eating. I'm like, look over
1: there. I yeah. just want to eat my fucking food. I love to hit the, my wife, the love of my life, with a, don't look at me. It's really <laughs> <laughs> such a gratifying experience. Look away.
0: I'm hideous.
3: Do you have
1: a private Do you have a secret sandwich? So sandwich-wise, I, I mean, the sandwich I was talking about before, the um, the old City Field one was one that, when I was covering the the Mets postseason in 2015, it's like one of the very few times I've been, like, credentialed for something like that. So I'd, like, get there early, and they give you a little voucher, and I would get that sandwich, but then I would eat it in, like, the media room around. So periodically I would be eating it, like, Pedro Gomez, RIP, would see me, or, like, Rachel Nichols, who already seemed, like, kind of mean. <laughs> And I, mean, I knew I had, like, gravy on my face and, like, maybe my hair. I don't know. Like, I, you know, it was like... But you can't say, don't fucking look at me, to Rachel Nichols. I don't, like, I know her from TV. It's different. The thing that... The answer to this, though, is to, like, to Drew's point, is that I have... I was asked to stop using this term uh, by my wife, but I will use it now. When she... Again, when people used to travel for work, remember, everybody remembers 2018. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't do that shit anymore, but there would be times where she would be out and I would make dinner for myself, and I eat meat, and she does not, so every now and then I would have what I called until I was told to stop calling it this a personal meat party <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> I saw that movie on porn yeah no it was it's definitely a,
1: like it's a whole series. I, the reason I was told by her is that I got a cease and desist from brazers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, but that would be the sort of thing where, like, I would eat and then I would try to, like, have the dishes done by the time she got home from whatever she was doing. So she's not like, that's a lot of, a lot of sausage casings around. I'm like, no, it's like a normal amount of sausage casings. <laughs> you have no idea how ignorant you sound right now. But like, that's basically, there's like a whole bunch of things that I don't necessarily want her to see me eat you won't be judged. I don't. The one that's really the I, it's a bad answer to this is that like there's a there's a bean sausage escargot stew that I like to make. We make a vegetarian version and we enjoy it ourselves. It's a whole dinner. And then there's a version of it that I make with meat if she's not around and I just eat the I eat my amount and then I eat the amount that would be hers. <laughs> and then she comes home and I'm watching like the West Coast NBA game and it's a series of high whistling farts and I'm like, I "Love you so much." I respect you so much too, <laughs> Rohan.
0: Uh, since you live with your parents, is there a sandwich you have to eat <laughs> out of your mother and father's eye shot? To avoid your, for, their wrath. Forbidden treat.
2: No, it's more like they don't own like good things to make a sandwich with. <laughs> so if it's like if it's midnight, I can't order food. So we be like, why is someone at the door? Um, like, did you turn the alarm off? Um, but it'll be like you know.
1: Oh, shut up! I'm getting wings. Uh. <laughs>
2: It'll be like Trader Joe's Rustico bread. If you put Rustico on something, by the way, that's like catnip for parents. Oh my God, yeah, this must mean it's healthy. Um, It'll be like Trader Joe's Rustico bread, um, frozen shredded cheese that I'm trying to unfreeze mm-hmm. in the microwave and Chick-fil-A sauce. Like I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Yeah. It's
3: rough. yeah. Wow.
1: Wow. No, this is like, this is ringing some bells for me. There's different <laughs> food ways for my <laughs> yeah, parents yeah. too, but they weren't like snack people. So it'd be like, there were times just, where I'd go home and like want to make you something. You eat
2: cereal in my house with several people be like, oh, that's a lot of milk. Like, yeah, well, wow. This is oh, terrible. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I hate well, it's that. Cool. We were
1: actually saving that in case any babies <laughs> came over. Exactly.
2: They're like, and they're, these, first of all, they're buying like a gallon, like a big ass gallon of milk from Publix, like every three days. I don't know where the fuck all this milk is going. Yeah. Um, I will say if we're talking about, uh, meals we've eaten at arenas, I've done some pretty fucked up things. I'm sure. Um, I believe like, you. I'm in Salt Lake City and I'm never going to see these people again. Right. Um, okay. First of all, if there's like a, a media dining buffet, that they don't charge for, or SI is paying for it. I'm like, this is when I take back the house. This um, <laughs> is like, this is like how I make up the interest on my student loans, and yep. it's like, plates and plates of chicken salad, no bread. And nobody just- gets
1: on you for that shit, because every time I bring home a leftover, I get like some mean post from Lindsey Adler. And I'm like, oh, he like put a bunch of salmon cubes into his shirt, and he got on the train. How am I supposed to fucking get him home? Do you know what I mean? What's he gonna do? I'm sure people are looking
2: at me like, oh, like someone's hungry today, but (laughs) never stopped me before. (laughs) I I will know I'm going to eat at the game, but I'll still bring something over from like the closest grocery store. Like, oh, yeah.
1: The one that I remember for this is like my main memory. This is as close as I will ever be allowed to get to Peter King. I was covering a thing next to him once and he was sitting next to my co-writer and he ate an entire bag of Hall's Breezers during the game. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I know they don't have those here. Like I wouldn't eat them, but I would have noticed them. Ooh. Yeah. Crushed Sounds it. Kinda, now now Stables, I kind of want one.
2: Stable Center used to have a soft serve machine.
1: Wow, um, for media, for the media. People? bad idea. And uh, can't I can't be trusted with that shit. I
2: would miss the second half of every second quarter to make sure I got the soft serve before everyone else. <laughs> you know what? Like, I respect that. Le- the game LeBron broke the scoring record, I was like, if he doesn't do this soon. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I, I also did see uh, Jeff Van Gundy getting soft serve before a game there once, which was pretty awesome.
4: Who Who is the funniest Laker to be watching you eat soft serve? I think it's Carl Malone, because that
1: works for the Salt Lake City one, too. I want
2: no smoke with Carl
1: Malone. No. I do think if I were, like... Seen eating by somebody whose work opinion. I mean, I obviously have seen, I've eaten around my coworkers and stuff, but there's a lot of all my favorite things to eat are things that I don't want people watching me eat. And there's a uh, is it Xi'an famous foods or how do you say it Xian famous foods? I think uh, that you, was near. I, yeah, we love, it. We, we love it. the noodles.
2: I think you I think you nailed the like yeah. straight up like yeah. as, as a white man. I, did, I think if you if pronounced I, it correctly. If there's
1: 150 other people in the room, I can pronounce s- things right. I didn't
2: realize you were from the Sichuan province. Yeah. I agree. yeah. <laughs>
1: I got a Guangdong tattoo that's on my back. Didn't the shirt give you a hint? <laughs> you should have known. But that was when I used to eat in the offices when Deadspin was at Times Square, and I was like, I would be, they were cubicles, but I would be aware that I was like hunching down my eye line so that like, someone would hear sounds and they'd be like, there's a, like raccoons are mating in there. <laughs> But they wouldn't—they wouldn't see me eating, so they'd have to
0: guess. Now we—it's uh, time for game night. Uh, the game night portion of the the program. Our first game, uh, Eric Silver. I, I believe you concocted this yourself. This is—is is a distraction live show. The most likely place for guys who look like David Roth to be. I think we know the answer to that question, but just to uh, just to make sure. About. Let's find out. If you look like David Roth, could you please stand up right now?
1: Please. <laughs> all, all my cool guys. I want to see all, all my cool guys standing up. All right,
0: there yeah, you yeah. That's go. That's pretty close.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, the, the people who are already standing in the back,
1: I'm just going to say that you look like David Roth. No way, yeah. I can't <laughs> see you. You're going to take that? We saw a guy. We were at uh, Storm King Art Center over the weekend, on brand. Patrick Redford's favorite spot. He loves it. Uh, the <laughs> giddy is here. The um, and we saw a guy that looked enough like me that my friend who was driving stopped the car, and all three of us and her child were looking at him. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like a gag. Like it's not like other people. Like old nerds are everywhere you go, and so people will be like, "Yeah, I saw a guy. You know, a guy that looked like you. We've been over all this shit." But this guy was, like, actually wearing a shirt like I would have worn. And, like, it was originally that initial gag of being like, oh, look, it's you. And it's like, no. And then we got close, and I was like, I think I should talk to him. So the other thing we like to do uh, on
0: the podcast, you guys know, we like to remember some guys. But we've decided tonight... We want to remember some guys in a way that we've never remembered them before. So to that end, I'm going to lead you in a chant. Uh, I want you to repeat... I, the words I'm about to say, and then I'm, we're going to say them in total. This is going to be very, very easy, all right? So just repeat after me Wheel, wheel of, of, of guys. guys. Now, all together now. Wheel, wheel of guys. guys. Bring out the wheel, Eric. Wheel
1: Oh my goodness! I Ro. think the name's appropriate because I, we love guys. I we asked, love guys on this podcast.
2: I asked Drew if he was committed to doing the crowd chant, and he's like, "It's gonna kill, bro." Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and he was right. Unfortunately, he was yeah. right.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it did. Now, yeah. all right, let's
1: let's see who's on our. I don't think the phrase "not my first rodeo" was used, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was something that implied that it was not his first rodeo.
0: All right, now for the sake of the audience at home who will be hearing this in, twenty twenty six. This say. is not going to be on the podcast. Uh, The guys in our wheel, the rules of the wheel of guys are, (laughs) Rohan is going to play first. He must spin the wheel. He's going to land on a guy. He must say what sport the guy plays, and he must... Name at least one professional team that that guy played for, and then he wins the prize. What is the prize, David? Oh, Rowe? yeah.
1: I have to get them. Uh, oh, you didn't bring the prizes they're over, out? No, they're, in the, uh, they're not, like, far. Uh, <laughs> D- Dan McQuaid got 300 starting lineup figurines for $8, and we have a few of them. That's so right. Bring them. Hang on.
0: The resale value is through the roof. So, the guys in our wheel, Rohan, so you know. Mark Sanchez... Steve DeBerg, Bubba Watson, Tyler Thigpen, Travis Fryman, Jamal Mashburn, oh baby, Rusty Greer, Andre Bad Moon Rising. Now, again, I'm not going to give any hints. I'm just giving the names. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Randolph Childress, Matt Millen, Udonis Haslam. Never heard of him. Kevin Duckworth and Becky Hammond. Now, Rohan, you must come and spin the wheel. Uh, they were adjusting the tension on this
2: wheel before the show started. to we get were. We Perfect see. spins.
0: Resistance training. All right. Let's see. Let's see where we go. It makes a Can you guys see the wheel? Sound. Okay. Oh no! Oh, it's it's Travis Fryman. All right. Can you tell us what sport Travis Fryman? played. I have no idea who this guy is. No.
2: Yeah. Don't okay. remember this guy. Yeah, this I remember is, the I guy before him and after guy.
1: him on this wheel, but not who Travis Fryman wow, is. Wow, sounds like you done fucked up then. That's too bad. More starting lineup figurines for me.
0: Would anyone like to come up and tell us where, well, you are quite, quite enthusiastic. Come on up. I didn't realize Travis Fryman's cousin was here yeah. tonight. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Uh, ben. Ben, okay. Ben um, Fryman? Okay. What? No. <laughs> what sport did Travis Fryman play? He played baseball. And who did he play for? Uh, for the Cleveland uh, the name ends. they don't call them no, anymore. No, say it. Say You, it. you, you can say <laughs> it. <You> can,
4: <laughs> you can I want to hear him say it. I want to hear him say it. Not, His, not the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, the, uh, the Cleveland Indians. All right,
0: all right. Yeah, that's fine. That's you correct. Win. You win, Ben. Well done. So Yeah. yeah. All right. Who would like to come up and spin the wheel for a prize? Let's see. You gentlemen, in the white, you come on up. Bad up. Oh, look at that. I'll, I'll sign it afterwards.
4: Oh, he has oh. a book.
0: Neat. Are you sure he's wow. not returning it?
4: Yeah. He <laughs> assumed he wanted... To...
0: <laughs> this book sucks. He lives <laughs> at the end. It's horrible. I didn't right. like the ending. <laughs> and all he does is talk about his wife, Ew! All right, what is your name, sir? I'm Jared. Jerry? Are you ready to spin the wheel of guys? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Spin that wheel, Jerry. Before
1: you do it, I'd like to hold my mic. It makes a very satisfying sound. Oh, and I yeah. want everyone to hear it. <laughs> all
0: right, Jerry, your guy is Tyler Thigpen. Woo. Do you remember... That guy, Jerry. I do. Okay, what sport did Tyler Thickpen Think play? Football. And who did he play for?
4: The Washington...
0: You can see... Uh, <laughs> I absolutely did not intend for this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> really didn't. Eric, did Tyler Thigpen play for the Washington Commanders? I'm sorry. Tyler Thigpen no.
4: played for the Chiefs, the, Miami the Bills, Dolphins. and the, Dolphins.
0: the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Thank you so much, Jerry, for coming Thanks. on. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. It. Wait, you- We're going to do two more. Jerry, I'll- I will sign the book. I'm not going to, like, steal the book. You want to you do it? No? Did you want to come up? You come on up. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to hose it. Incredible. You. You, can- you can come up next. Come on. Applaud until they get to the
3: stage. Oh, stop! Nice. Nice.
0: What's your name, sir? Matt. You're a Ben too. What's that? You're Ben too. No, Matt. Matt, I heard that. I'm deaf. Sorry about that. (laughs) All right. By the way, Roth. Wait, can you look? The Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays logo was like lit on
1: superimposed. Like lit onto your forehead. That's how dedicated I am to a a sustainable team building philosophy.
0: (laughs) Matt, it's your turn to spin the wheel.
1: Woo! Oh, good spin. You gave it the like got, uh, both hands. Yeah, he got a lot Price of rotation right. on that. <laughs> Push, I liked it.
0: He went the full prices right. Yeah. Ooh. Oh Spin again. <laughs> <laughs> Randolph Childress, oh, Matt. This
1: is one of the harder ones.
0: Do you remember Randolph oh, Childress? I, I have no
1: idea.
4: I thought you were talking about Brad Childress, the great
0: coach <laughs> of the Minnesota Vikings. That's that's what I'm going with. Brad Childress, football coach. We cannot, we cannot have every contestant lose. Spin it again.
1: I, no, I feel like if he did pick a Childress, like if someone wanted to talk about Brandon Duckworth, they're getting. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's Tyler Thigpen again. Uh, you know
0: what? Just give him a figure. <laughs> Just I, get that.
1: I, I
4: will say Tyler Thigpen played at Coastal Carolina and College. There we right. go. How
3: about that? Oh.
4: Whoa. Incredible! Incredible. Thank you, Matt. Here's a fun fact. User, I should Ch- you
0: could come up next. You want to come up?
4: Here's a fun fact. Randolph Childress played basketball for the Blazers and Pistons. Very yes, briefly, that's right? You're there supposed to say Wake Forest. That's where,
1: where he built his legacy. Uh, can you tell me
0: your name, sir? I'm Pete. Pete. Okay, Pete give the wheel a spin Maybe if you spin it the other way it'll stop going to Tyler Thigman.
1: No No there's no way that'll work
0: <laughs> Matt Millen Do you remember mm. Matt Millen? And I don't mean the executive Matt Millen when he played.
1: No, wait, well, you can't say the executive. Uh yes, I remember where he went to college. Okay.
0: Nice. What sport did he play? Football. And what college did he go to? Penn State. I think
1: that's right. I believe that's correct. 100% correct. correct. That's not, that's not much no, it, it's, I know it's right. Uh, so come get, a, uh, come get a figurine, dude.
0: Awesome. <laughs> We're going to do one more. We've only had men up here. Is there a lady who... Is there a woman... Is, is there any woman in the audience?
3: <laughs>
0: is there a woman who would like to spin the wheel? Of guys. No? Oh. All right. Well, then, is there, is there another guy who wants to spin the wheel of guys? You, sir? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. No, we have a woman. Yes. Yay. There you go. Everyone be cool. I Everyone be cool. How are you doing? What is your uh, name, person who I definitely don't know?
1: It's Yesenia. All
0: right, Yesenia. Spin right. the wheel of guys. All right.
1: Taylor Swift's future boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she winds up with Matt Millen. I don't know any of these people.
0: Steve DeBerg. Oh. What about Mark Sanchez, Yosinia? Mark
3: Sanchez. <laughs> I actually still don't know.
0: Do you know what sport Mark Sanchez played? Basketball? Oh, no, no but that's okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, baseball.
0: No, no, no. no.
1: Football. Yes! Wow! Do I have to figure Good enough for it? a disgusting <laughs> toy. Oh,
3: yay! Thank you
1: so much. Yeah, no problem. Can I take you behind the game on the starting lineups?
0: Yes, the the wheel of guys has proven far too dangerous
1: (laughs) and powerful. This is too. This is not how
0: I saw this going. No, it's a bigger flop than the wheel of time. (laughs) (laughs) Get him, Drew. Get (laughs) (laughs) him. So, thank you to Eric for setting up the wheel of guys, and thank you for playing the wheel of guys. Are you kidding? I'm taking this home with me. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and now it's time uh, to, end, to end the show with uh, a bit of live fun bag questions. You guys submitted, uh, you guys submitted uh, questions prior to the show. We picked them out. Uh, Can I, are, will you be upset if I reveal what you said
2: about picking out fun bag questions?
0: I, yeah, I, I, yes, don't please, okay, so I don't yes. know what you're going to reveal.
2: So yeah. we had like a solid, I would say, eight-minute conversation before the show about how we were going to pick the fun-back questions when Drew just said, don't worry, I know instantly if it's a good fun-back question or not.
1: Yeah. Yep. The word S&P's instantly got, was used. It yeah, was,
2: like a savant supercomputer AI just for fun-back questions.
1: I mean, I've been doing it for...
2: And, but then he did it like a normal, he like read the question, he was like, ah... Yeah, I guess we'll use this one.
1: I was getting your feedback. I was being diplomatic. But I was... We were all expecting, like, a deep blue experience. <laughs> <laughs> like, your eyes would roll back like the dude in Dune, and you'd be like, it's the one about soup.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come to you.
4: I'm bringing the microphone. Look, crowd work. If you are wow. too... If you're too
0: drunk to remember the question... Uh, please let Eric know. Okay. Russ. I'm, I'm not. What was your question? Uh, my question is who is the funniest player for Taylor Swift to be dating? Who is the Could funniest player, player, but really any for sport. Taylor Swift to be dating Rohan. Assuming she's assuming she dumps Travis Kelsey because they're, they're totally going out for real. <laughs> so they're
2: they're do so you, in love. Do you really think you think it's an op? You think it's a CIA op? <laughs> I, <think it's>
0: like, <laughs> um, I mean, you really got to ask me that. <laughs> I think by the, the way my wife was like thrown like we we're we we're going to sleep last night and she's like well how about that I'm like yeah it's fake she's like what and I was like yeah she's like that never crossed my mind I was like girl you're alone on that one I
2: think the funniest play for her to date and Roth is going to have to help me out here but it would have to be a middle reliever
3: yeah it would a- have
2: to be or like or um or or a lefty I guess you're not allowed to do this anymore but like, like a lefty a yeah yeah, yeah. Or Darren Oliver, like if she was dating Darren, Darren Oliver <laughs> back in the day, but it would have to be a very average. MOP she loves how
1: much he knows about like hotel points in American League cities. Hear Long, me out, greasy hair. Hear me out on
0: this, Jimmy Butler, <laughs> with the coffee and all that stuff.
3: Wow, that but- really like that, a pretty good. That, no, that, I mean I feel that, that like joke be... went over bad.
2: I don't even. It's not. It wouldn't even be. It's not. as funny. I don't. It's a joke? Well, if he
3: brought like, coffee <laughs> machines. <laughs> wait, 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 If he did Drew. his hair
4: like that, like, wow, look, look, look at my hair for...
0: I did my hair for you.
4: Wait, I have something about this. So Jimmy Butler is kind of already dating someone like this. He's, like, best friends with this guy named Dermot Kennedy, who is, like, kind of in the hosier version of, like, European-Irish singers who kind of just, like, have long hair and vibe. And, like, my friends who do not care about sports at all are like, yeah, Jimmy Butler's hanging out with Dermot. He's in Greenpoint. And I'm like... Who is this?
0: I do not care. Well, do you know? So what I you feel know. like they're accessing but they're, but they're, that thing. They're friends. They're not like fake fucking or anything.
4: No, but like they, but like they hang out
0: all the time.
4: Like they, Like he, Dermot Kennedy might have straightened Jimmy Butler's hair. <laughs> you know that Jimmy Butler's been
2: rumored to be dating Shakira, right?
0: Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay, so wow. he's, got, he's
2: got the pop star thing. Yeah, I
0: just everything's just shitting all over me. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, just I really just, fucked
2: up. That, that could that not have been a worse suggestion. Yeah. Basically is what really bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, to build on Rohan? I thought of a specific guy. He's not playing baseball anymore, but Clay Buchholz. I think a guy. They don't. I was talking to somebody about this last week. That there's not as many wet guys in Major League Baseball anymore. Everybody's they're doing different stuff now. They're all like I don't. There's like some in the CBA. You got to use conditioner or whatever. <laughs> Like, well, I do. It's part of my process.
2: Um, Can I give you a a simultaneous remember that guy intern, Taylor Swift dating story? It's like you're familiar, I'm sure, Roth. uh, Gary, maybe less so.
1: Chad Qualls. Yes, very much so.
2: All time, all time uh, reliever. This is the kind of guy I would imagine would be funny dating Taylor Swift. When I was an intern, um, the normal Marlins beat writer, I was an intern at the Miami Herald, asked me to do a story on the bullpen's scoreless streak. Um, And Chad Qualls had pitched most recently. So I went up to interview Chad Qualls before the game. Also, so much nudity in baseball locker rooms. Like, it's over the top, in his underwear the entire time. Wearing
1: nothing but a goatee.
2: Exactly. Literally, yes. This is a different story, but one time, literally, I think it was Justin Ruggiano got completely naked in the middle of just eye contact, asking questions like (laughs) it's completely normal, got completely naked, put his underwear on. Opened up his underwear and just doused
0: himself with baby powder until there was a a
2: cloud of baby powder in between (laughs) us.
0: Was it baby powder or triple action gold (laughs) bomb? Makes a difference.
1: Was this part of like an effect? Like then he like emerged from it like Travis Bickle's (laughs) cab and taxi driver. Prince, yeah, just yeah.
2: (laughs) But uh, when I tried to ask Chad Qualls about the scoreless streak, he put his hands over his ears and started just going la 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 la, so I couldn't jinx it.
1: Yeah, that's
0: so that would be the funniest. That's bullpen
1: excellence right there.
0: (laughs) Did he? Uh, did he like clap his hands? Did he clap the baby powder into his balls? Like, like, Lebr- no, no, like LeBron? Uh,
3: like <laughs> It was like
2: it was like he was seasoning something.
1: Yeah. Like- <laughs> Salt bade that shit. <laughs> <laughs> These balls need nutmeg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's,
2: it's like he tasted the soup and just- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dropping a
1: bouquet oh, no. garni in there. This doesn't usually happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I... <laughs> <Seasoned
3: ball. laughs> Anybody else got any questions? Jack.
0: Oh, the next one's a good Jack one. O- one. Jack O'Brien, are you here? <laughs> this question is not about season. Oh, balls. here we go.
4: You can say your name again because Drew was laughing. You know,
0: Aaron Rodgers was sitting right there for that answer. Yeah, and I, did, I didn't. I, I'm
4: Jack. I, I don't Jimmy remember what Buffer, I wrote. Like a oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, Can you read the question again to see if to remind them? Oh, all right, Jack O'Brien. Your your question is about cookies.
0: Yes. Okay.
4: Yes. Are do you consider cookies candy?
0: Are cookies candy, David <laughs> Ross? <Robb>? Well, no. <laughs> but,
1: all right, next question. But, no, no, wait, right. wait, 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 hold on this is not a caveat vis-a-vis the are they candy they're not candy you will need to grow up but but i do love i love where you i love where your head's at on it like i think this is you have to always be asking yourself these things like is are, are, what you're doing is that is that a sandwich <laughs> So I think this it's is good. wild that you're barreling this guy after no, he I asks you we
4: distraction. I love the question. I just don't it's question. the eye contact. You're like, no, sir. No,
1: I'm being Roth. Just... You don't go to someone's house and say it when they submit it online. I would. Well, first of all, I make eye contact with you because you're right there, and you know I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> Obviously, that was the extent of my politeness. I was brusque otherwise on the answer, and I apologize for that. I apologize for Drew's Can conduct I... as well. Can I ask a follow-up to you, Drew?
0: Yeah. Is Cookie Crisp cookies? No, nah, it's a cereal. Mm. Also, right. I don't think cookies are candy, except, like, I think there are certain ones that, like, they're borderline. Like, yeah. maybe fudge grams.
3: Mm. Or, like... What's like, all fudge? I'll,
0: I'll put you this way. Like, do you guys remember Kudos, the granola bar that's, like, robed in chocolate? That's a fucking candy bar.
1: Like... Yep.
0: Zero doubt. Like, it was like 50% chocolate. It oh, yeah. kicked ass.
1: Yep. That was, that was like the plausible deniability parent thing yeah, yeah. where they were just kind of like, they need it and they're stupid, so I'm going to put it in the bag and they can eat it at school.
0: Uh, Pete D, that, that is not Pete Davidson. He is not here tonight. Pete D, are you here? Uh, hey, Pete! All right. You, you get to ask your question to make up for the Wheel of Guys
1: fiasco. <laughs> I mean, that was legit. It was. (laughs) Let's do it. What current athlete would be the best politician and what current politician would be the best current athlete?
0: Okay. Again, we'll say that again. What current athlete would be the best politician... And I'm always thinking about which ones would be the worst politicians because there's so many. And what current politician would be the best athlete? Rohan, anything off the top of your head? Or should I throw it right to Roth? Because Roth is like...
3: He, he a, a keeps one, a, a bear. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, Roth, make sure to make direct eye contact. He's got together. Matt Gaetz's comps just like
1: all right. lined up already. <laughs> like, oh, you get Kevin McCarthy out of the paint. Well, this is, I, my first thought is just, like, thinking of the most decrepit senators doing, like, NBA All-Star Weekend skills competition shit. <laughs> they did just, like, Chuck Grassley. And it's like, it's the money ball! And he's, you know, like... going you know, to tie Dante DiVincenzo and move on to the next round of the three-point competition. Uh, in terms of, like... I always thought that... Uh, Mitt Romney was, like, a Jim Palmer type. Like, it's the same sort of thing. Like, it's, like, not in a, in a way that it's, like, somebody who uh, looks like these should be in, like, a print advertising campaign for a local department store. <laughs> and Jim Palmer was, you know, also he was in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Mitt Romney probably not so much. The, <laughs> in terms of athletes that would be good politicians, there's, like, athletes that have... Normal to good politics. There are some out there. Like In, the Sean Doolittle. Sean we love Sean Doolittle. It's a really great example. Unfortunately, Sean Doolittle just retired. So it's like we're checking down to Spencer Strider, and then there n- I don't have a whole lot mm. else on the list after that. But the ones that I, I think that, like, people that have that kind of weird loving to get interviewed thing, that, like, there's a, a commonality. Like, it's the only area where, like, Damien Lillard and Robert Menendez overlap. <laughs> that like, if they're in the news, there's an aspect where they're going to be like, this goes out to my haters first and foremost. (laughs) I know a lot of you want to see me fail because I got gold bars in my
0: home. I I was just trying to think that like, you know, I I spoke in my lifetime, there was always a strain of former athletes who became politicians, yep. so you'd have, you'd have sort of the respectable ones like Jack Kemp and Bill Bradley. Yep. Oh, did you know he was a Nick, and now he's a senator?
1: You know who was a canary in the coal mine there was Steve Largent? And,
0: Steve, and he was bad! And he was he a psychopath. He sucked!
1: And it was one of those things where, like, he, as a receiver, I was like, now that guy knows how to run a route. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as you start hearing his opinions, you're like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> do a post. Stop talking about Taxes.
2: I do think the current athletes who would make the best politicians, I took that to mean like who is shameless enough to do it, not who'd actually be good at.
1: Right. I don't think – like it's a pretty hard job to be good at just given the way things are. You
0: could say like LeBron because he's very –
2: Yeah, he's been in front of cameras and, you know, but it would be like – instead it would be like Aaron Rodgers would win any seat of government that he wanted.
1: And he'd do such a good job. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I think that was once true. I think at this point now... He's now hit he's that too... level, like... Where every time you see, like, a clip of him being interviewed by Pat McAfee, he's, like, lying down more. <laughs> like, he's got that, like, Jason Whitlock thing where he's, like, completely supine, and he's like, here's the thing with wokeism. And he's just, like... Like a mic okay. being lowered okay. over him, like but, a pendulum.
2: So, I, yeah, he sucks, but he came up with the phrase... Cancel culture coffin Yeah Which is better than anything I've written ever in my life It's
1: like It's pretty good He's just in that It's hard Once you You hit a phrase like that Like it's good But you're never gonna be More normal than you are When you say Like it's only Continuing to drift So now he's like One of those guys Where like th- His whole personality Is I don't take medicine When I'm sick Or whatever and well, Like he, he called Travis Kelsey
0: Mr. Pfizer derisively, Mr. Pfizer Which I don't like What?
1: Yeah like, he... I don't
0: know that Travis Kelsey knows what a vaccine is. He does, he
1: does ads for it, but I feel like it's the sort of, He does. He's what? He's done some... Yeah but, yeah, but I, I, think I think still don't think he knows <laughs> what was a gonna vaccine is. going to say. He's like, Both oh, a Both things can vaccine. be true. I had
0: the best vaccine. I went to Paris a month ago. It was fantastic.
3: <laughs> like,
0: I'm not, I don't think, like, you know, it's like, I'm Ron Burgundy. Like, it's that kind of shit. <laughs> they don't fucking know. He's not like, well, monoclonal antibodies. I know all about that. That's a superstar NFL tight end who's fake dating a pop star. Charlie, uh, we have one more question. All the way back there. Wow. All right. Look here, Charlie. Oh
4: yeah, I'll meet you here. I just wanted to say that John Fetterman seems like he was on the 85 Pistons. Yeah, yeah
0: I think that's a good one.
4: Just want to say that while I'm walking over here. He yeah,
0: has that, like, like pulling guard with an although, instinct to protect energy. Although like, me, like, although, like me, John Fetterman's ailing, so I might be a, you might not want him on a football field. No, no, no. Rodman, was, I mean, you talk about someone who would yeah, make me. a great politician. Oh. Yeah. Charlie, ask it. All right, so I think about... Drew and Roth fighting each other to death all Same. the time. Same. So do I. So do I. And I want to know what
4: the soundtrack is What is while the s- you battle to the death.
0: What is the soundtrack to us fighting to the death? Like, Rohan, if it's like if someone's making it in a film? I think Rohan should be a neutral party here, even though he'd be rooting for me <laughs> in that fight. What would be the... <laughs> Fine. I guess it's all about this because of the Jimmy Butler joke, I guess. but.
2: <laughs> um, first of all, I'm imagining this is like the the old MTV celebrity death match. Yeah. So you guys got to be, you know, claymation yeah. or whatever you technically... No, no, well. no, no, no,
0: real <laughs> blood. No, real I'm going to really fucking die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone dies. I see. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Yeah, Charlie is Charlie's setting the
2: rules here. I see. Here. I I don't think it's gonna be anything cool. I think no, it would be no. Why not? No, it's like it's not gonna be like Mortal Kombat music, yeah. which is sick. Why um, not? No 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 no. It's gonna be dad rock, it's gonna be yeah. Is it, have you ever listened no, 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 no. to Mogwai? Like, no. they do a lot of acoustic. I'm, like a, a, I'm, a, I'm a Mogwai guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean like, hit, oh, you yeah. yeah. like hit, You're Rock? enough of a Michael... Yeah, Auto yeah. Rock, Auto Rock. That'd be good. At the end of Miami Vice, that, Yeah, this is sick. like the sort
1: of thing where, like, we're both enough, like, Michael Mann fans. <laughs> and I'm also, <laughs> like, a Mogwai fan where we could, like, get ourselves. Otherwise, there's not a lot of overlap between me and Drew's. Like, Chris Cornell, taste.
3: maybe. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, it should be <laughs> Michael Mann's. Yeah, but it doesn't
0: have to be artists we like. I'm saying, what would. I, like, I feel like it's, like, what would be the best... No, it's, like, what
2: sets the mood for these two middle-aged white men fighting? Yeah.
1: And it's... Yeah. it's, it's a, I, if, so, it's a thing that Michael Mann would direct. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, like, yeah. the heat scene, except for I'd be being, like, really prissy or whatever, you know, like, in the diner. Like, I'd be, like, if you keep eating like that, I'm going to take you down or whatever, you know, but... And... But if it's gonna be a Michael Mann thing, then it should be a Michael Man type song, yeah. and that does mean audio at this slave, point, yeah, yeah like the it has, has to more be more dramatic. Yeah, just like of Gold or some shit like that. I mean, that'd be cool, dude. But it's like I, in, the first thing that popped into what my head was What do you think your Michael vibe Holton. is? <laughs> no, 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 no. You got all you got all wrong. Like
0: I'm not being like, oh, well, clearly, like it should be like something that fits me, like, you know, uh-huh. New York state of mind. Like that's totally me like <laughs> like I'm saying like that's Eric like, what would just be, song. like, what would be the most entertaining song to be playing. Oh no no no. And would... So I have an answer to that. Oh okay. And it's it's Annie up. So oh that's, that's my a answer. good song.
2: It would be one of those like uh white like eighty five year old pastors <laughs> doing a Jesus Christ rap.
3: Yeah.
1: would <laughs> Be fucking air supply. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how can we be lovers if we can't be friends? by Michael Bolton. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? That actually would kind of work. It would be
0: kind of good. That's like, <laughs> yep. How would we start over when the fighting never ends? This
1: is exactly what I'm saying. See, this is why we shouldn't fight. Because and how we... can we make love if we can't even All right. make a man? Well, thank you everybody for coming asking. out tonight.
0: Speaking of great friends, you were great to be here tonight, Rohan. You were great to be here, Roth. Eric Silver, you were fantastic. Thank you, guys. Shout out to Griffin on the boards, Jessica at the bar, Amanda McLaughlin and Multitude. Uh, thank you to Littlefield. Thank you to all of you for coming out tonight. It is time to set you free into the night to go party. We'll be around, we'll hang out. I'll sign whatever you need me to sign. I, and then they won. The show's over. Goodbye. Yep. Goodbye, Thanks, everybody. Guys. Thank you.
1: Bye.